Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. What episode is this again? Season 7-Eleven. F- 711. 711. Yeah, Lovely. Thought, hey, like that petrol. Is it petrol station? <laughs> Convenience, Convenience store. store. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Open seven days a week, 11 hours a day? Seven. I think that's why uh, it's called. Seven, seven till 11 every day. Is it seven till 11? Yeah, it's open seven till 11 every day. I'm sure that's why it's called 711. I think. Yeah. This, right? this sounds like we're about to give out a discount code for 711 for our podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah, this is <laughs> the absolute joy <laughs> of this Emotional. podcast is we all make no money out of, out of this. Hashtag spawn, hashtag ad. Um, so there you go. If anyone knows how late Seven Eleven opens, please do let us know. It's a uh, quite a recurring theme of our podcasts. Because mm. we started the podcast. Well, sort of. We? We'll do it. We'll do this, and then we'll play the music or something. <laughs> okay. But we've got quite a lot of American listeners who continually correct our either sort of just ignorance of American culture mm-hmm. or stupidity over, you know, references that yeah. are really obvious to them, but we don't get. Do you say Chandler? Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, I've got friends who says who say Chandler. Chandler and it kills like British friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like a southern sort of Chan- Chandler. Chandler. No, yeah, that's awful. It's awful. Terrible. Nobody, sh- no one is called no Chandler. One should- Nish Kumar calls him Chandler. Does he? In fact, the northern way of saying Chandler is similar to the American way, isn't it? Chandler, so I'm, yeah. I'm all right here. Yeah, we're and fine. Well, so are you, well. Dave, you're north. Too. I mean, where do you fall on the American culture like spectrum? As Not it were? in spelling, but then some in some words like trousers and pants. We'd say. We'd say pants. We'd say, oh, so, oh, we'd say okay. chips, not crisps. Um, oh. And we love uh, capitalism, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised this has turned into like the weirdest, like you know, the really shittest first date ever. You're like, oh, so you're from New Zealand? Like, what words do we say differently? Oh I, my god! I'd love it on a first date if someone went. So, what do you love about America? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, nothing. Seven <laughs> yeah. um, Eleven, just getting that up. Great, I'm ready to go, Peter. Properly, let's play the music and then start the podcast properly. Okay. Cue music. Now do I go? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, just checking. Hello and welcome to Friends with Friends. Uh, I'm Pete Allison. Here's Dave. Hello. You well? You good? Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. How are you? Um, I'm okay. So this is. I don't know why we're even bothered doing small talk because we've literally just been talking yes, for, <laughs> for quite a while so. about Seven Eleven and American culture. Let's just bin all that off. I yeah. would like to draw your attention to one thing that's changed at my end of the recording though since last time, which which our guest today, Rose Matafea, who's already been talking loads, so there's no point in really oh, keeping yeah, her a secret <laughs> and then introducing <laughs> her in a minute. But but uh, Rose and I can both see these. There's, there's two trays have appeared right in our studio, and this won't be news to right. Rose because she's only she's the first time she's been in here. Yeah, but. Um, 
They are Great Big Owl branded trays, so they're all orange. Oh, and they've got the Great someone's Big Owl. doing well. Well, so this is the problem. So Joel from, from Great Big Owl from The Office, who presents Rule of Three podcast, amongst other things, um, ordered these and we got very excited on our WhatsApp. I was like, I've ordered two like branded trays. We were like, great. And then I logged into our bank account and I said to Mark in our office, who spent 78 quid on the on the company card? And he goes, I have no idea. What is that? And after like a lot of back and forth, it turns out these trays cost 78 pounds. Oh my hang God. On, hang on. Out of all the potential branded items you could have got, why why trays? It's because it's a complicated scenario. You know, people have sometimes referenced that the, the, the table is quite spongy. It's spongy. I was... Oh, it's nice. It is nice. Right. But it's nice. sort of like... So, so you have a hard surface. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of acoustic, like, foam, like the stuff on the walls oh, yeah. of a studio, but on the table Lovely. to, like, dampen the sound. Um, so, I yeah. Just, I thought it was for my comfort. There goes me thinking it was for, for me. Absolutely not, mate. It's all <laughs> about science. Okay, well. Think of all the branded mugs you could have bought with 78 pounds. Mate, just think of the, anything. I could, I could have bought so much stuff. You could have gotten a cool fabric scroll for the wall, you know what I mean? I mean, just anyone, go on Redbubble or Cafe Press. I mean, I'm not sponsored by either of them, but I love sponsorship by both of them. But, you know, you can get things on anything these days. Yeah, I know. iPad what, what, covers. A fabric scroll? Yeah, yeah, like a really bad fa- <laughs> Like, I used to have a Bruce Lee one when I was younger. But, you know, just like a really shitty, like, just like a plastic stick and then kind of on fabric printed whatever your design is and then kind of a, another plastic stick at the bottom okay. for weight. Um, okay. It's probably the worst thing. If you ever go into someone's bedroom and they've got one of those and it'd run. And you had one in your bedroom? I did, but I was a child. So, Fine. you know, yeah, yeah. An adult man with a Bruce Lee fabric scroll. Yeah, I was going to say, if I'm going into a, a child's bedroom anyway, I'm just like, I'm, going, I'm getting out of there for various <laughs> yeah. reasons. Yeah, Not- you don't linger around to see the decor. <laughs> no, like, okay, exactly. in and out. Uh, so yeah, so that is the that is the voice, by the way, of our guest, uh, the wonderful comedian and Edinburgh Comedy Award winner oh, Rose Matafeo. Thank you. Um, I, I I just picked that out of your sort of list of credits, and uh, it's nice. It's nice to have a thing now. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know, you, it's taken me usually, long enough. I yeah, know. Usually, it's like she's from New Zealand. Do you demand that that's how you're introduced at all times? Nah. Award winner. I, I actively ask people not to in gigs because it's probably the worst <laughs> setup. Yes, that probably bigs you up a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. They always ask, they're like, do you have any credits you want me? I'm like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And I was like, don't even say my last name, to be honest. Just say, just say Rose. Rose. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that. Um, just lower those expectations. No, yeah, it was probably used to be, used to be like, she's from New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> and she's here on a day. Your thing was just my thing where was you were born. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She says pants and not trousers. <laughs> Rose Matafeo. Um, talk, talk to us about Friends then, which is, you know, okay. probably about seven minutes in what we should be. We should get to it at some point. Well, no, I was so excited to be asked in this podcast. I mean, I'm a, a massive, I'm an OG. Like, it's interesting to live uh, in this world right now. I'm 27. Uh, we're all millennials. You know, we're all terrible millennials yeah, awful. <laughs> and uh, awful but um, what's really interesting actually I was talking to a friend and he was um, working with these uh, are you tutors and all of these kids that he's tutor are getting into friends as if it's like this kind of but, retro kind of right. vintage thing and I'm like oh my god no this is the cutoff. if you Saw Friends on terrestrial television. New episodes of Friends come out week to week. Yeah, that's my cutoff for whether or not I guess we can be friends. It's weird, isn't other. it? Yeah. I feel like the same way that like my parents' generation talk about the Beatles. Yeah, do you know what I mean? They're like, "Oh, you don't know what it's really like." You're like oh, <laughs> you, yeah, weren't fine. you weren't there. Man. I was yeah. speaking to someone at work the other day. Uh, he is twenty-one, and he's just going not through. A real age. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> he's just going through Friends like chronologically on Netflix. But it's funny because he he somehow genuinely doesn't know what plot's coming next. And the way that I'm used to watching it, I kind of knew more or less the whole plot of it by the time I was regularly watching yeah. it all over again. And yet to him, it's like a, what's going to happen next? Yeah, thing. it's like the same way we're all like watching, watching Succession or something. We're like, we don't actually know what's going to happen totally. next. Yes. But it's like, like a linear story. It's yeah. weird to watch a television show as if it's the same way in which you listen to a song that we know all the lyrics. Right. You're like, oh, I know everything that happens. Like, it's just an innate knowledge yeah. in you. Yeah. Because um, I, I was better into sitcoms when I was a kid. It was all I watched. I'd hide the remote from my, t- my dad because when the news came on, forgetting that you can change the channel at the television, yes, uh, but um, uh, I was just yeah. I'm I'm a huge Friends fan in this Edinburgh actually. Our flat, we that was our um kind of self care in a way, if you could call was it, it that, just... of coming home. We'd come home, we'd do an improv show at 11 p.m. Come home and basically just not talk and watch about six episodes <laughs> of Friends in a row, and just absolutely and just like every so often go. It's really good. It is really yeah. good, isn't it? It actually is good. Yeah, do you find yourself having to sort of like defend it almost to yourself? Yes. You're like justifying like, oh, we can't, why we watch it? Oh, it's, it's just because it's great. It's just so, there's just some perfect things. And, and you know, obviously there's lots of, uh, you know, weird issues of like, of the, you know, weirdness of what the time it was and like kind of a, I don't know. I don't know. There's lots of people being like <laughs> writing think pieces on like, actually, yeah. why friends is actually bad. But I was thinking about it the other day and it's like, man, it, it it just was like, it, it's a weird thing to have a, such a long running show that is such a like reflection of the time in which it was kind of right. happening. Yeah, yeah, it's so, it's so weird. But yeah, I mean, I just I'm just I'm obsessed, and it was such a joy to rewatch my fave ep, um for that this. Good. Yeah, there's a lot of those think pieces. Is like I I can I'm fine with most mm. the majority of them. You're like, yeah, that is, mm-hmm. we all know that was that's wrong. Different time, we wouldn't, and it's fine. But there was there was one on BuzzFeed. If, a couple of months ago that was basically just like Friends is actually not very good and I was like mm. nah, nah, <laughs> nah why nah, bother nah. with this dreadful take because like there's so many things you can go at it for totally don't go at it for like being good gag writing or like sitcom innovation you know like yeah. it's just it, it just it can it stands up there totally in the world of sitcoms like <laughs> properly it the holds other, its own the other day I watched an episode and it wasn't that great and that is the exception yeah like, you know what I mean? it was so weird I was like hang on this isn't hilarious So tell us what the episode is then. Okay. Let's let's, let's so get into it. My episode is from series season seven. Yep. Season seven, rather. Um, we're not uh, in England anymore. Series seven. Series seven. <laughs> uh, we're season seven, ep 11, the one with all the cheesecakes. It's a good episode. The Which, one with all the cheesecakes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just a good, I mean, it's 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 an interesting episode because I think, you know, you've spoken on kind of classic eps, you know, lots of really, really good ep- episodes um, already. And, um, but I was happy to find that this one was not spoken about because no. I think it's just got it's got one of the most memorable my favourite I think maybe ever friends joke this is good ever. I love it when people do this right we'll, we'll work up to that yeah yeah. And, um, I'm going to try and work out what it is <laughs> and, um, and also it really highlights my my favourite thing about friends is um, the just I love how it runs concurrent with the um with the actual show is the relationships between the actors <laughs> and so like um you know like and thinking like they really loved each other and stuff but like who was really actually friends like behind the scenes and stuff and like who are the weird I love the different combinations of friends of characters yeah characters well, I was just about to say that one of the really nice things about this episode mm-hmm. is the um slightly more unlikely 
pairings yeah. because well all, in fact all three pairings because i know monica and ross are brother and sister but yeah. you don't see them just together too often not too often chandler and rachel is a very Unheard. rare pairing. To, be fair, Wild. to be fair i think chandler and rachel i think this is the only storyline yeah story i can't remember many them. other plots there's yeah. there's one where um chandler uh, uh like they're trying to find the christmas presents phoebe and phoebe, rachel yeah, yeah. but then he yeah. gets involved but i really truly don't think and people could correct me if i'm wrong and they will and they will and they will <laughs> they absolutely Please. will well, like, i want to show me what are the storylines with just um chandler and and rachel They're definitely very few and far between if yeah. there are any others and then i love that i love the combination of phoebe and joey because phoebe and joey have always have been my favorite friends out of all they? of them now and it's also in- includes rachel those th- those three are my favorites so you've developed to liking rachel or you yeah i really have oh, i've matured into liking see i've rachel. matured into ross you've matured into ross yeah but i think i've matured <laughs> into david swimmer yeah like he's so good though. right but so good. ross is obviously dreadful yeah but no like, he's such a good act he's such yeah. a good comic actor it's so good yeah that's our that's our new sort of um our new sort of thesis yeah. is Ross is awful. David Schwimmer is great. Yes. Yeah, it's can like you know, inversely proportional on the diagram. You know? you know how you can always yeah. tell is that when you watch Friends bloopers, you see that the mask slips and you see the true person behind yeah. the, 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 the uh, character. So what we can f- find out from those bloopers is that Courtney Cox, not that funny. No. Not that funny at all. <laughs> but Monica, an amazing, yeah. uh, amazing um, thing. Uh, Jennifer Anderson, not necessarily funny, but a good laugh and happy. And she's genius at right, being Rachel. Um, Lisa Kudrow is just like a genius in yeah, my opinion she's brilliant but Ma- uh, Matthew Perry annoys me because he's always got like a smarmy comment he's, well he's the like, same you know, isn't he he's the same but Matt LeBlanc oh my god he is the greatest because he's so funny yeah. he's so funny and he's the funniest one and because his character is so like stupid as soon as he does something cheeky or like funny and smart, you're like, hang on, who is this? <laughs> who is this? Yeah, because you watch it go, well, he's very attractive, <laughs> yeah, but stupid. But stu- and then you go, hang on, he and he's switched- got a brain. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and that's why, I, yeah, and I love that for, I think Matt LeBlanc and, um, well, I mean, Joey and Phoebe, probably the sexiest combination of all of them. Yeah. And they weren't even involved. There was a weird thing yeah. where, um, and this is, so, so that we'll talk about the episode in detail in a minute. Yes, but sorry. There was a weird thing where, um, there's apparently sort of like an undercurrent of a storyline that never made it to the screen, but it was mooted regularly that Phoebe and Joey had just been like casually sleeping together all the way through the seasons yeah. and no one had ever discussed it, which in this episode, because they sort of arranged this dinner, yes. kind of all ties in and makes sense. But yeah, I think but, they just abandoned it at some point. And then also um, there's a joke in another episode about him, um, who they would actually pair off with. Right. Um and she's and he's her number one. And then there's another episode where it's like if they're splitting off into groups when Rachel and Ross can't see each other, yeah, then Joey and Phoebe have to be in the same group. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so good. I love, I love, love, love their friendship. You're right, though. That's a good theory. I reckon they've definitely banged. Yeah. They've definitely banged. Never discussed. But they, because the, <sighs> Joey is like... A borderline sex pest yeah. but Phoebe is like a high sex drive energy totally like kinky person absolutely so, but they're both just, they're both very relaxed about sex as well aren't they? right so yeah that's why it probably wouldn't feel like a big sort of friendship defining changing thing if yeah, they you're have. so right I feel like they must have just had sex yeah they touch it well I mean she called this is a great joke recurring joke in uh, this episode where she's got new, trying out a new nickname for him which is Big Daddy <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> do you know, do you, so we're like a weird delve into the internet uh, around the time of this episode. So just before this episode was was aired, yeah. Cole Sprouse, who plays Ben, yes. 
had just been in a film, Dang, Big Daddy. Adam Sandler. So I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. So oh, wow. I, I wonder if it is just like a, it feels to me like an onset joke that made it into the script. That's you know true. I mean? And I forget that there are other cultural phenomenon going on, phenomena rather, going on around Friends existing. Yes. I feel like it exists in a whole parallel Yeah, on its own, and then all own, other culture yeah. happened later. Yeah, exactly. Like I can't even imagine the idea of a promo for this week's Friends <laughs> being made. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, hang on, what do you mean a new episode of Friends? <laughs> yeah. Are you got to cut together a little reel of, oh, what's coming up this week on fr- what what yeah, no yeah, and you won't know what happens it's at the end like it's eternal yeah. it's always existed what are you talking about it's so strange I know and you do I do think back to those times where I used to come into school and yeah. discuss yes. last night's new episode of Friends madness as well um, right okay the one with all the cheesecakes I'm going to do the yes. synopsis in case uh, you're listening and you haven't watched it recently just okay. so you know where we're at well, we've covered a lot of it already mm-hmm. uh, season 7 episode 11 Rachel and Chandler get hooked on cheesecakes meant for someone else very matter of fact sometimes these Wikipedia synopsis <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, David, brackets, Phoebe scientist guy, close brackets, comes into town for just one night. Phoebe wants, scientist yeah, guy. Yeah, these synopses are getting worse yeah. and worse. <laughs> wants to just have dinner with Phoebe when she already has plans with Joey. And Monica's cousin Franny, with whom she was once best friend, is getting married and she is not invited. Right, so they're the three mm-hmm. storylines. Where yes. where would you like to start? We've got the wedding yeah, let's start with the wedding because it's the least interesting. It is the least interesting, well, isn't it? I didn't even remember that this was part of this episode when I thought of this mm. episode. I was like, ugh, nah, it's not, it's not. And I don't, I, I find uh, Monica and Ross storylines kind of boring sometimes. They're quite annoying when they're together and not being sort of out and out clashy. And that, like their sibling yeah, the, rivalry the clashes. becomes great. quite a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, the best one is that when they do the um, Dick Clark's um, uh, Yeah, yeah, the routine. Yeah. yeah, the routine, of course. And, and the one with the football where they have that. That horror, yes. you know, like some great Ross and Monica. The like, Cup, yeah. I feel like when they're clashing, it's great, but when they're just yeah. on the same side, it's a bit meh. well, yeah. And also, when they're kind of when there's a recurring thing of their parents being mean to both of them, like when her um, all of her stuff gets ruined by the boxes in the uh, you know, in the shed, yeah, or whatever the ga- garage, um, the shed, <laughs> the garage, um, <laughs> yeah. And I did I never liked that storyline, but yeah, so it's an okay storyline, kind of a funny punchline by the end. Right, so so the, the, the weird things are along the way, aren't they? Because yeah. so so Monica's not invited, mm-hmm. and Ross is <laughs> turns out has got a plus one. Yeah, which is kind yeah. of weird on its own, sure. And but at that point, you think there'd be an alarm bell going. Yeah. Okay, right. So there was definitely space. Yeah, but. Yeah. And then she, but she gets really mad and really insistent that she goes, which... It's an uglier side of Monica, It's you not know a good I mean? colour on her, ugly, is it? It's not a... And, you know, she has no... There's no there's no nuance here. It's just she's being classic, bad Monica. Mm. And it's not even competitiveness, you know? It's just kind of... Un, like, it's kind of petulance. Yeah. Yeah. Like an aggressive petulance yeah. as well. There are a few things uh, with Ross explaining that he's got his invitation and his plus one. And first... Well, one of the things is that he refers to Joan and I, like, obviously... Who the fuck is Joan? Yeah. <laughs> but but also taking a what seems to be a first date to a wedding is quite bold, is yeah, it not? Mad. Absolutely mad. I've I've had friends who have done that. Have you done it? I've never done it. Absolutely not. I'd hardly go to ones with people I've been with for years. Well, this is the thing. I feel like Friends has a... And maybe this was just the 90s in New York. And maybe it's just other people that aren't us. Maybe that is it. But yeah, it has, like, they have quite a cavalier attitude to yeah. where it's acceptable to go on dates. They do totally take people to weddings and important family occasions. And you just think, mm. And also, where are all these people to date? Like, from people I know it, and who live in New York, it's pretty hard to date. Like, <laughs> And if you watch Seinfeld as well, it's like he's got a new girlfriend. Every, I mean... To be honest, I was thinking about that recently about Seinfeld, and I'm like, who is allowed to get away with writing that many girlfriends into your script who are that hot? Right. Like someone's got to draw a line. It's here. two. It's someone's two. Someone's got to be like Jerry. Yeah. 
they're taking the piss. Yeah, or this is this is implausible for a man that looks exactly. like you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Who dresses like that, you know, it's yeah. you. Funny as you may be. I know. Oh, God, it's just the horrible power of male comedian. Yeah, um, but it is. But it's the same with Ross. But Ross, I don't know, you can, like, go... There's so many people that Ross has just dated from his museum. Like, Yes, it's, like, almost like he dates as much as um, uh, Joey sometimes. Right. They're all, none of them, yeah. really. They're, they're occasionally, for storyline sort of purposes, they'll be like, oh, woe is me, Chandler, can't find a date. Mm. But in general, they don't struggle to find, like, Absolutely. casual... Got, like, a conveyor belt of people, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Like, Rachel's got the least amount. I'd say Rachel and Monica have the least amount. Mm. Phoebe's had a bunch of bunch of boyfriends, and they're all fantastic. There's, there's one in this very episode. <sighs> and one, and probably one of... I've got a lot to say about... Dave, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's, there's a lot of weird stuff about David in this episode, which I think we'll yeah. definitely come on to when we get to that to that bit um, of it. But yeah, but the j- basic gist of this one is that Phoebe and Joey they make plans to have dinner. Mm. Joey uh, bails on Phoebe because uh, he had a date and claims that you know he he you can. You can like, what is it like? You can cancel a date if there's possibility for sex. Sex, yeah. And then she goes, no, absolutely not. Uh, let's go for dinner. And then she says, David, in in, um, in Central Park. And it's one of my favorite lines of the uh, of the of the show, where she, she's like. She's explaining, like, the situation. She's like, I can't just, you know, after all of that, um, like, you know, I made such a big deal of joy about, you know, friends can't cancel on friends, you know. Yeah. I can't just change my beliefs. I should change I my, my beliefs. beliefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like perfect Lisa Goudreau delivery. It's oh, so great, isn't it? It's so funny. Um, but, yeah, man, I haven't been known to go through friends and, like, just watch the David episodes. Have you? Yeah, because early David, I think, was, he is, like, my ideal like oh my god I have such a crush plus he just seems really nice doesn't he no and he's hot Hank Azaria is hot and he's he's got a hot haircut hot glasses Mm. Uh, no like in the in the first in the first um, uh, episodes yeah yeah, season Um, it's really sweet they really love each other and it is I think the most heartbreaking breakup of all the friends so this is the weird thing for me about this episode right because that was Hot, yeah, and that was mm. 10 episodes into Friends. Yeah, crazy. That's the last time we've seen David now. So this is like six years later. Oh my God, that is a huge gap. Yeah, huge, huge gap. But the way they do this, and I don't know what was going on behind the scenes and the writing and stuff, but this really feels like they're teeing it up again. Do you know what I mean? They're bringing yeah. him back. He comes back. Phoebe's like immediately distraught again when he leaves. Yeah. And then we don't see him for another two years. And then it's only, like, he is treated awfully at the end of Friends. Oh, so bad. Yes, there's that horrible scene, isn't there? There's that, the awkwardness of him about to propose and then it goes wrong. Right. But they, they sort of treat him like a comedy, like, what are you even bothering, mate? You know, like... Honestly, I, I'm, I've been watching recent episodes with Mike. So I don't like Mike. Really? I don't like Interesting. Mike. I think... I Go think on. her, him, her, Phoebe should have ended up with David. Mm. I honest to God think she should. Because Mike is a bit mean sometimes. And I know that's probably a bit like realistic or whatever. But like Mike doesn't really get on with her other friends. In all of you just saying a second ago that yeah. um, Phoebe should have ended up with David. Mm-hmm. In all of Friends, have you ever seen a more sincerely sad Phoebe moment than when she says bye to David in this episode? Yeah. And similarly, when he leaves the first time, they're the only the yeah. two are the only like proper, yeah. really moving moments. Yeah, exactly. it's probably one of the most sincere Phoebe moments in all of Friends is when she says bye to David and Joey hugs her. I know it's so sad. It's one of the most sincere moments of any character as yeah, well. Like it's you, totally. one of the few times you really feel it. Like yeah, I'm trying to think, yeah, not from just in a fact, sitcom level. How you know? often? How often do you see Friends characters 
crying because they are genuinely sad. Like sometimes they cry as like a joke, mm. but other than Monica kind of cries when she yeah, and Chandler yeah. sort of crying. They're all crying, but the, the only other one that's similar, I think, is the Monica and Richard breakup when she's devastated to yeah. break up with him. Because they don't want kids or whatever. Yeah, exact same thing here, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> crying over hard men. So yeah, it just feels like really strange considering what happens to David in the end. He basically comes back, dates Phoebe for a couple of episodes, mm. and then turns into a figure of fun. Well, it's just one episode, really. Like, I it's surprising to see actually when he only comes back in th- I think three. So it's like it's like three instances where right. it's like the first one, this one, and I think I, I wonder whether or not they wrote this being like we should put Hank Azaria back in for one episode, yeah, or they wrote the storyline and went, oh, this is a good foil for the setup of not like, you know cancelling on friends yeah. and going, oh, we could put a, Phoebe can have a date, but it has to be someone she really cares about. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I mean, we can ask the writers. Maybe. Oh yeah, that's true. I feel like <laughs> probably, I feel like probably the most likely scenario is Hank Azaria was just free for a week. That's true. You know, and they were oh. like, you, "You should come back, mate." Oh my god, pop yourself in. I was trying to think of the best, um, yeah, the the best cameos, and I think he's one of the best recurring characters. But Phoebe always has the best. I always got to say, Phoebe's got the best taste. Always has the best taste in men. Like, well, not always has the best guys. Like, okay, so Steve Zahn, um, Charlie Sheen was kind of funny in the yeah. episode. It's kind of weird. Um, uh, Sean Penn. Yeah. Uh, Chris Isaac yeah um, yep yeah. and then Paul Rudd and David Arquette we've talked about David Arquette a lot David on this Arquette, of David Arquette of course yeah yeah it's, um, it's, it's crazy oh my god I forgot that yeah, I forgot the David Arquette yeah I mean that is a mad old storyline <laughs> like so it's dating a stalker but yeah yeah she does so it's, it's a really strange one isn't it and there's a lot of weird little moments I mean the sort of like weird thing went off where so David comes back into the into Central Perk and mm. She goes, oh, aren't you supposed to be in Russia? And he goes, yes. Minsk's in Belarus, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It's not in Russia. Like, <laughs> Does she say Russia? Yeah, and, but, and he agrees. He's like, yes, I am, but I'm what? back for a night. Like, oh, lads. That's little, really little weird. Little fact check. That's really weird. Yeah, that's Surely like, Hank Azaria or, or Lisa Kudrow would have known that. Yeah, somebody should have known that, really. Oh, I mean, we're talking pre, pre-USSR, splitting Jeez. up. Also, he comes back with a, the, that that kind of guess who style disguise, goatee and moustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, it's very odd, isn't it? But I'm st- he's still hot. He's st- he is yeah. still attractive. Yeah, you can't like. Hot. There's a. I did enjoy his line about he's talking about the statue in Minsk that like, yes. reminds him of Phoebe. Yeah, uh, and it's actually Lenin, but from certain angles. I also love his delivery of that joke where he is, tries to say something romantic in a foreign language and then reveals it says, "Please clean my beakers." Yes. Like the way he says that is brilliant too. Oh, and it's sometimes when you hear his voice, whenever he does this, something you're like, oh god, it sounds like a Simpsons joke. Yes, it is. It's so <laughs> Simpsons, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, oh my god, it's like Professor Frank or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, he's just man. I'm getting emotional actually. I'm really genuinely quite sad that he did her and him and Phoebe didn't end up together because I think she lights up. She lights up when yeah, she sees him. She does. She's probably she's right back in it. Like six years later, she's immediately yes. transported back into I, that world. Isn't I think she? she would have got divorced from Mike. What for David? I like no no no. I think she's like like if we watched beyond what friends we saw, well, and he comes back again. I maybe. think I think I think her and Mike yeah. don't make it. Do you know what? Had David not been in that last episode of Friends, mm-hmm. I think that might be true. But I just feel like they were so dismissive of him. She was yeah. like, "Ah, oh, so you'll do, but oh, you know Mike." And then it's like, "Oh, Mike's back. Yeah. Get get out of here, David." That sucks from Barbados. It's fucking me. Oh, I know the Barbados thing. You already went all the way to Barbados. Yeah, so upsetting. dreadful. But yeah. um, the couple of other bits in this did uh, so this is just a, a niche friends fact uh the restaurant that joey and phoebe are eating in is called iridium which is the restaurant monica worked in in the first episode of friends really yeah, season, in the pilot yeah 
The one where, with Paul the wine guy. It's the same restaurant. Is it? A little factoid for you there. It's so interesting. It's very I, good. good I was, factoid. I was recently factoid. just um, watching the episode of like where um, Phoebe and Joey try to set Rachel and Ross up on really bad dates. And oh, Rachel yeah. goes on the date with John Lovitz and then Paul, and then, uh, sorry. I love that Paul. episode. Yeah. And then, and then and then David Schwimmer gets stood up for his day and then they start taking bets as to how long he's going to stay there. Yeah. So he gets free crab cakes. But yeah, it's so funny to see which sets they reuse, yeah. and um, and also the, yeah, I mean, actually, in the next storyline, there's another set that we're like, you know, when you when you get into a friend set and you're like, hang on, we never come here. Like, yes. if you go out into the landing, the the, the entrance way to the, the entrance way of yeah. the apartment, uh, you're like, hang on, what, what the is hell? Where here? are we here? Yeah, what is it's this wild. magic? It is so bizarre. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the, the only weird other bit in this storyline that I. Uh, wanted to flag up was when uh, when Joey comes back in and learns that Phoebe's going to go on this date with David so mm-hmm. it's Chandler that spills the beans there's a really weird bit yes. where Joey goes into his bedroom yeah. Chandler follows him in and yeah. Joey takes his pants off yeah and yeah, Chandler gets solid. really... He's like, dude. He's like, that sort of weird mid-90s Chandler homophobia thing kicks in where he's totally. like, A, his boxes are on, lads. Don't even worry about it. And B, totally. you've walked into his room. Yeah, and also, it's a really... And I always find this interesting with this. It's an incredibly unmotivated move yeah. for um, for what is essentially exposition. Right. Um, which is so funny. In a writing sense, a writing sense or a blocking sense, I think they failed here because they're eating the cake. And then, and then uh, 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 Rachel's like, it's tofu cake and he's like yeah. walks off and then Chandler kind of goes to Rachel he's like hold on I'll, he's upset or something and then goes into his room and then just goes what are you doing tonight yeah. it's like what What? it was such a weird was, transition yeah it was very bizarre Quite the other thing is that Chandler lived with Joey for yeah, years exactly. and yet has a problem with seeing him in his pants there is no chance it's that they've cool. lived together for several yeah. years and he's never seen him in his underwear yeah, it's totally. a very sort of strange weird way of Joey Get finding over it, it. Chandler. all that needs to happen in that scene is Joey finds out that Phoebe's got this date later that yeah. could have happened honestly I think if um, like Reddit was around in this era Chandler would be like a massive Reddit yeah I agree <laughs> I think he would be <laughs> weirdly not. That's not to say as a diss, but I think he'd be that kind of guy. You know what I mean? Also, this whole plan that Joey has, yeah, to then make Phoebe feels guilty. Mm-hmm. It's quite a clever, sparky plan mm-hmm. to make his point, which I think feels a bit beyond season seven, Joey. Yeah, because otherwise he's made out to be incredibly stupid, and yet this is quite clever. There's another, uh, yeah. there's another bit, isn't there? There's like a throwaway reference to where Joey's like, I'm off to work because my character's going to get a brain scan to see if he's brain dead or brain something. Did, yeah. And Joey and he, he picks sh- up yeah, the Chandler down, joke. He? he shuts down yeah, the Chandler joke. Does. He goes, only my character's smart guy. And it's like, there is a bit of, because we're really gearing up. We're not far away from mm-hmm. the Joey speaking French episode now. <laughs> where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the real nadir, as we <laughs> talked about before, of Joey's intelligence. But yeah. Jo- but Joey, I think, as I see it, there's glimmers of Matt LeBlanc coming through mm. in Joey's character this, today, this episode, where it's more the cool Joey, where it's like, he's just a cool guy, bopping about, having sex with ladies yeah. and um, having dinner with his friends. I mean, and it's also like his career's going well. So I think he's, and his, his mental health is pretty good. Yeah, he's having a great, he's having a great <laughs> time. Living his best life. <laughs> By the way, Dave, yeah. you mentioning um, Chandler's sort of inherent homophobia. My God, do we discover where that comes from in this episode. Oh, yes. With the revelation that he undressed his cousin. His cousin Glenn. Yeah. And then Monica. I mean, I think we know where the fragile masculinity comes Exa- from. Monica's yeah. about that. Oh my God. It's very that is, that is a bizarre few 
um, lines of script, isn't it? Where they all <laughs> reveal that it's children, it's they undress each other. But also, it's such a funny, funny line to end on where Monica didn't need to just go. No. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, oh, that's just a funny thing. Yeah, just enjoy it. Write yeah. it out. Funny sting. Heavy Pencil, a new comedy from Great Big Owl, the people who brought you Brian and Roger. Are you a client? Yes, yes, I'm a client. I'm the actor Michael Cork. The Observer called it a lovely thing. No, 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 no. I've, I've been taken on as Fliss's assistant. You're the, the, you're the assistant's assistant. <laughs> yes, if you like. Heavy Pencil by Anna Crilly and Tony Gardner. Great Big Owl. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is there anything else to tie up with wedding? Have we done wedding now? Oh yeah, we haven't finished finished it, have we? Oh, well, we didn't. There's nothing really. In, I just found it boring. Oh, the the only other thing I was going to say mm-hmm. about this, so it's, it's very. There's like a couple of funny bits at the wedding. The bit where she sort of says "blood, blood" to the blood. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're blood relatives to the strangers. There's no, nice, nice little interaction with the guests. The weird bit though is the Ross and his aunt storyline oh, about the kissing yeah. on the lips. The kissing on the lips yeah. is bizarre. What the f is that about? That was I don't know. They were just like, we need to find something interesting for him to do. Mad though. Yeah. I find um, I find really tiny, tiny bit roles and friends. Uh, they're casting hilarious in it, and so the casting of the whole punchline of the that storyline, which is that her cousin is getting married to someone she dated. Yeah, the acting is, I mean, possibly <laughs> the worst. Most hammiest over egg, ham and egg Sammy yeah. acting I have ever seen from that guy. He turns around, sees Monica and goes, but. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't even have a line, does he? He it's doesn't even all, have a line. It's all in the it's face. like he's been like, yeah. got like the, you know, and when someone escapes from prison and against the brick wall, he's got the flashlight yeah, yeah. on him. He literally, it's so, it's so bad. It's one of our favorite games on this uh, podcast to, um, to sort of track the, the bit part characters. Yes. And this is a really impressive episode in the sense of the percentage of the bit part characters 
who d- the actors don't even have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. Like, imagine <laughs> being in Friends, the yeah, biggest no. show of all time. Oh, God. And, st- and, and that's, you have that on your CV. Yeah. Nothing else. Although the waiter in the restaurant where Phoebe and Joey are is in The Shield. So uh, Yeah, he was definitely recognizable he's, for he's, sure. He's, a, uh, he's gone on to other things. But the rest of them, he's the only one. The rest of them don't even have clickable links on Wikipedia. Imagine if you were like, you were like into acting for a while and you were like, yeah, I did it for a while, but then I yeah. gave it up. Yeah. But you were in an episode of Friends. Right. And you're like, oh, that's forever, man. Yeah, that's it. That's going to space. That's been shot up into space, for, for God's sake. Everyone in the world knows your face. Jesus. Even, for, you know, briefly. Everyone's yeah. seen you. Everyone. Oh, I'd love that. Also, Monica is more or less wearing white at a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That's I feel true. like she's really trying to be a dick. And she's being, at this point, she's just being a dick to cousin Franny. She's a real dick. Yeah. So yeah, it's just weird the ant bit where the ant because there's the bit right at the end in the in the end credits where the ant yeah. is wrestling Ross's face. Like it's really weird. It's it's bizarre. It's very odd. Yes, there's a clear amount of resistance. So much resistance from Ross there that you'd think the woman would be like, "Hang on." He doesn't want this. Right. Do you reckon? I've got a theory. So do you reckon, it, like, from each of the stories, like, they had a multiple options for that final credits joke sometimes? You know what I mean? Like, to see if, like, one of them didn't fly. Uh, from, you know, from to have different backups, plot lines. Yeah, to have alts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they must have. Well, I feel like the weirdest thing about this episode is that, and we're, we're about to talk about the cheesecakes, but the way the cheesecake storyline resolves mm. when Joey finds them in the hall is like the perfect end credits. Yes, I was just about to say it's about forty it's seconds long, yeah. like really quick, really easy. Yeah. And in my brain, I was like, "Oh, that's the end of the episode." Yeah, and I was waiting for it to finish, and yeah. then the the credits came up, and then this weird, so bizarre, old woman wrestling David Trimmer. But maybe it's maybe it's that it was so good because I get, I, I've got to say that's my that is my favorite that's joke. It. That's what, my favorite what, joke. So what are we having? So what are we having? Pull, Joey pulling a fork out of his yeah. jacket. <laughs> yeah, fork out of the pocket is great. And crouching down, and it's just it encapsulates what everything I love about friends is that they're friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, uh, number yeah. one, they're Hello. friends. But like, Some it's like deep a analysis here. But it's like, no, but like, it's truly non-judgmental. Right. So like, he isn't judging Rachel and and uh, Chandler. You think he would, because that would be the normal route that you would go down. Yeah. But he goes down an alternate route, but then you're like, actually, no, but that is, we understand that because we know their relationships, they love and support each other. And, and, and when he comes down to eat, everyone just gets back into eating. And yeah. you're like, that is true community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone sharing a cheesecake, and I just think the comic timing of it is possibly just one it's of the funniest. so brilliant, isn't it? The yeah, comic I just, time is yeah. excellent. So, what you think that is too good to put at the end credits? Yeah. You're like that has to be in the main episode. I think they would have probably made the argument for that. You know, yeah, you want to put na- names over that. But yeah, yeah. If you found a cheesecake in a box mm-hmm. outside your flat and it was addressed to someone else, would you eat a cheesecake that you'd found in a hallway? Well, so there's a lot of. There's a lot of cheesecake problems quandary. here, aren't there? So, yeah. So, I would dial it back and ask the question, who's sending cheesecakes in yes. the post? Are you Fair. kidding me? Yeah. I ordered, the New Ze- when I was back in New Zealand recently, I ordered custard slices from Christchurch. I lived in I live in Auckland, or, you know, when I go back to New Zealand. Um, I've got, they, they get flown up. This is blowing my in an ice In an ice pack and a polystyrene, because they're the best custard slices in the country. Right, well, I was just about to say, interstate flight, for yeah. the cheesecake too, it's come from Chicago, yes, Chicago to New York. Yeah, well, that's essentially though. Probably, like, what's that flight time? Couple of hours. Couple of hours. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. That's the flight time of these um customers. So you said, so this is. <laughs> so I mean, my only defense of that was this is a very much pre-internet, pre-delivery world. Yeah, nah. You're in 2019 still ordering. <laughs> 
Yeah, confectionery. Frickin confectionery. But then the, that's the thing is that you wouldn't get it. Oh, actually, no. Would you? Would you? Would you pack it with ice? I don't know. How long do they take to cut? <laughs> so here's my thing, right? If I want a cheesecake or a custard tart, yeah, I want it now. Yeah, I don't want it in three days. But hey, no. So here's the question: Do you want the best custard slice in the country? Because you're gonna have to wait. Our culture is too now, now, now. <laughs> is it plausible that there would not be a better? Um, cheesecake in all of New York of all of New York I just feel like the phrase New, New York, York cheesecake also, yeah, exists exactly. for a reason known for cheesecake yeah. well you know what this is an example of writers having to work backwards it's the clearest thing yeah. where you go yeah. the Venice Center cheesecake well, okay then why wouldn't they just go to wherever in New York yeah. to buy that cheesecake okay so it has so to be it has Chicago to, yeah. okay well then like, we should actually find out whether or not you can order a Cheesecake from Chicago to New York. Oh, I imagine you can, but I just I also just don't... it's called. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. No, no, I was just. I'm. I'm sort of. So, before we move on from this, I'm sort of fascinated by yeah. you ordering custard tarts <laughs> from from Christchurch, oh, Auckland. Hey, this will blow your mind even more. I brought them back to England. Holy shit! <laughs> wow, that's even better travel than the how, cheesecake. So, how many did you order? Twelve. And how many did you eat at home? A couple. You two. I shared them some with the family. And then you re sort of. Package freeze them. a pack, package put them, them up in a and put them on my um hold luggage so they'd be cold they'd be cold yeah got them to london they were fine uh, literally no damage uh not much damage at all no they were banged about a little bit but i did pack them up with some paper towels and then the ice packs again and then polystyrene and then i only ate one of them one or two of them when i got back and then i had to get rid of the rest you had to get rid of them. Yeah, because they went off. But there were only about two of them. But 12, I mean, that's pretty decent. So, again, this is feels like I'm getting too bogged into it, but mm -hmm. I'm interested. No, no. What is the sort of economic implication of what's the, how yep. much more are you paying for a custard tart to be flown from Christchurch than you are from nipping down to 7-Eleven? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. It's the worst, it's the worst thing I could do. I mean, it's it's horrible. No, 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 no as in how much, is, how much is that costing? I wasn't, I'm not... Oh no! Strangely um, fussed about the environment, the environment in this scenario. That's a whole. I tried other... to offset. I, I offset their carbon. <laughs> planted miles. a tree for every custard I tart. I did. I planted a tree for the custard tarts I I, I ordered from Christchurch. No, um, um, I could look it up. I mean, I think it was a decent amount. So like twenty five quid or something for everything, all in, for all in, including yeah. so, including delivery. I think so. Yeah, well, that's not too bad, is it? It wasn't too bad. I'm just no. Do you know what this is? I want. I wanted. I want to know exactly how much it was. Okay, <laughs> I think we all do now. Because because it's it, it was very it was. And they were, they were delicious. They were stunning. But also, like, part of me was like, fuck no. So for anyone listening in Christchurch or that might be going to Christchurch uh, in the future, what, where are we getting custard tarts oh, Den, Den Heath. Den Heath. So it's like, and it's also like, it is literally like the equivalent of, it would be like mom's little, bake, mom's little bakery. Oh, really? But yeah, because it's like, it was it's run by this, you know, this woman who like, it's a family run business. They built it from the ground up and stuff. It's really. But I don't funny. think I don't think Mama's Little Bakery is doing too badly. If people in other states are ordering their oh, products, that's true. Yeah, they're having a great time, aren't they? That's so they're true. They're doing all right. Yeah. They're doing okay. Yeah, yeah. For the purposes yes, of the listener at home, uh, Rose is on her phone now, Sorry. looking up the receipt of Den Heath. Den Heath. No, well, don't apologise, mate. I was just sort of commentating on what was the sort of the process <laughs> behind how much we're interested in the sort of the, uh, okay. the price of the custard tarts order. Yep, so it was um okay, so all in. Yeah. All in sixty one New Zealand dollars, okay. which means about thirty quid. Okay. Which is like actually, uh, wait, how much how much were you getting for this? Twelve, 12, 12, 12 tarts. Tarts, 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 which would have been like a decent tray. 
So it's a couple of quid a tart plus delivery, basically. Yeah, and gen- I mean, honestly, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty not good too idea. bad. That's, it's not yeah, too bad. It's, it was essentially like sending a cake, you know. Great deal. Um, but they won't yeah. fly them from Christchurch no, to no, London. Is that, is that, okay. Well, I will. I, I, I'm going to do your deal. <laughs> 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 next, time any- you're, next time you're back over there. Yep. I mean, he has to throw some away, yours, mate. Ah, uh, well, yeah, I know. Absolute, next time you land, just summon, but then you, summon us and we'll come and pick one up each. Yeah, the first thing you want to do, I got back to London so jet lagged and I'm like, well... Got to eat these custard slices then. It's like (laughs) so bad. I was like, oh, this is torture. So, so the cheese, so in this, uh, in this episode, so this is one of my great, uh, I really enjoy it when friends almost doesn't even bother to try to set up a storyline. So this is one of the great ones. You've, you know, it's called the one with all the cheesecakes and you hear the credits before even the music's playing. Rachel opens the door to the apartment and Chandler goes, you have got to try this cheesecake. (laughs) And it is so just like, okay, this is about cheesecake. No, we're not even fussed. We're doing it. Um, I love that. It's so good because you got to you got to hit him though with like this this, this story. Like people would have been shocked. Yeah, They'd never seen Rachel and Chandler together. Yeah, it's insane. Um, but yeah, no, it is it is very because also it's not even a necessarily really hilarious um plot line. No, there's just something that draws you into it, isn't there? Just because it's like seeing a cross, it's like a crossover. It's like seeing Hercules and Xena a crossover. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> Rachel cheesecake. and Chandler with two characters who are in the same show. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It also becomes that some of the best moments in that storyline are all quite um slapstick as well because the yeah. the funniest bits are Rachel dropping a cheesecake. Oh, that's very funny. And then the same joke happens again when Chandler ends up on the floor because Rachel knocks it out of his hand. Like that's some very physical. Almost unfrenzy kind of comedy. One of the really funny words with Winnie is, "I'll give you a hundred dollars to whistle right now." Yeah, <laughs> and she's yeah. Spits yeah. Like from her. I got a genuine sort of pang of anxiety when she knocked his cheesecake onto the yeah, floor. Like yeah. I know it's all in jest, yeah. but I felt <laughs> like I would have been angry if I was him, like genuinely no, angry. But I think it's a good, it's, it's an interesting thing for her character. Mm. Uh, felt because yeah, she's got two sisters. I reckon that's exactly the type. If you've got a friend who has got two sisters and yeah. possibly grew up a little bit like you know better off, well off, it's like you can't waste that food. You get a hiding if you if you did that to one of your brothers. Uh, you know, in our family, it would be terrible. But it's very Rachel. It's it, very Rachel. It is very Rachel. But it's just he he takes it remarkably well. Yeah, he just weird, goes to eat it? the bit on his fork, and I was like, nah. This would be, I'd be sulking for days if you'd knocked my entire heart. But maybe, cheesecake maybe that's something to do with Chandler um, not having siblings and just like enjoying this kind of feeling of sibling kind of yeah. you know, rivalry. You know, he's actually loving it. God, I'm going way too deep. Yeah, I'd say, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's his floor cheesecake. That's all no, we're talking no, about. No, 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 we'll go deep. We'll go deep on this. Um, but then you, you are right. The absolute best bit of the whole entire episode. And, and, and my girlfriend Rachel said this as we were watching it last yeah. night. She was like, this scene started. And she was like, this is. The best bit. Yeah, of, exactly. Of, you can anticipate almost it. all the friends. It's just so wonderful, isn't it? And also, I, I really have a theory that any um, friends episode involving a food stuff um, really, really sticks in your memory, and it's always a fa- like a favorite. Like, I could make a friends recipe book in my mind of all the things I wanted to try and make. Like okay. Rachel's trifle, yep. Ross's sandwich, Phoebe's cookies, Phoebe's cookies. Um, yes, um, the um fudge that Monica makes to try and make friends with all of the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Um, all of the different types of mashed potato that Monica has to make for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, yeah, so much stuff, really. Yeah, there's loads, isn't there, actually? Loads. They are, um, there's a lot of food-based storylines. The dozen lasagnas, that's an early, really yes. early one. What about this, this one where... What am I? What are you doing? Lobster ravioli. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of lobster references in this one too. Yeah. He's so funny in that. He's so great. It's oh such, it's, it's, do you know what? We have this when we talk about different episodes on this podcast. Mm-hmm. There are some where we just go. 
X or Y wasn't didn't get a great episode. Yeah. Most everyone gets a really apart from the Ross and Monica thing, which is a bit. Yeah, I think Ross doesn't get the best episode. No, he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't have Definitely. much to to go on. No. But everyone else has a really good moment to shine. Totally. And some really nice. Which is rare. Yeah. Which is very which is rare. rare. Yeah. It's really lovely. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, all right. What we having is just that's it. That's the... All right, what are we having? To have a fork in your pocket. Yep. It's the most perfect Joey thing. And it's also, no, it's exactly, it's the same reason why I think one of my favourite uh, jokes ever is when Joey and uh, Rachel live together and uh, they're eating spaghetti and he just throws it on the floor. <laughs> yes, it's the, it's the exact same, exactly like, beat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Total same. Yeah, well, don't waste it. Don't waste it. it. <laughs> it's still, still good food. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Should we do the quiz, Pete? Yes, let's do the quiz. Uh, do you know, actually, you've you've answered one of them already. Oh, so wow. It's definitely a one out of five. But right. this is all the sort of very specific, hyper-specific details we couldn't really fit into the rest of the episode. Okay. So, um, question one. This is the one that you've done, so it's a gimme. What's the name of Chandler's cousin that you used to undress? Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. One point. Done. Love it. Okay, good. Question two. How did Chandler describe Monica's cheesecake? Dry and mealy? Correct. <laughs> There was, I, a, there was a real moment though where Rose looked down and I was like, this is going to go one of two ways. She's going to like really agonise over this. Or she, nope, straight away, done. No, because also I watched it, I watched it recently. I watched it like on the bus here, but I also d- skipped heaps of bits. So I, I'm, I'm, I, I skipped that bit. Oh, oh, did you? So you remember that from not not recent watching? Genuinely not recent watching. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question three. This is the, the shortest question we ever had on this quiz. Mm-hmm. Who died? <laughs> Now, this is a real niche bit that, you, again, you might have skipped over. It's, it's nothing to do with anything. Joey's reading the newspaper in Central Oh, Melton Park. High. Melton <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. That was from a year ago. Yeah, yeah. That's the newspaper's a year old. Oh, I um, love that. Oh, that is great. Is goodie sales <laughs> Question four. Uh, who was Ross going to take to Cousin Franny's wedding? Oh, we talked about this earlier. Joan? Yeah. Yeah, Joan, do we have a surname? But Could you do a there surname? is a bonus point as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if you can get the surname, can you get the surname? No. Joan Tedeschi. Tedeschi. But there is a bonus point on offer if you mm. can name what Joan Tedeschi's job was. She, oh, did you work at the museum? Mm. Damn. Oh, no, I can't name it. No, damn it. She's an assistant professor in the linguistics department. Oh. She, Ross makes reference to her being, to them being wild, well. yes. Oh, to be honest, I'm amazed you remembered Mel Torme no. from five years ago. <laughs> I love it. Well, this is going to be one that you either get or you don't straight away for question five. What is David trying to achieve in Minsk? Um, oh, something uh, molecular. Yeah, it's very wordy, this. Molecular something positive, positing. Yeah, well, you've posit- got, you yeah. got, yeah. I, I skipped this as well. Damn it. But this is really purely from memory from watching it like maybe a month ago. I feel like at this rate of you guessing the right syllables, you get it right in Milica about January. Positron charging. <laughs> Hadron collider. Rose, the question is not name all the science words you can remember from school. Beaker, beaker. <laughs> M- M- Bunsen, Bunsen burner. Um, chlor- chlorophyll, uh, you know, titration. Chlorof- no. uh, okay. Well, yeah, it's a molecular positron. It's positronic distillation of some atomic particles. Oh, yeah. wow. I mean, I mean nice. positrons are good guess. Positron. A good guess. Positron. From- I think you got all the syllables in that answer, you just Possibly. got them in a very different order. Yeah. God, I love that quiz so much. It's a solid four out of five, mate. No one's going to say no to that. Oh, I love that. Um, there you go. Uh, Rose Matsfeya, thanks for coming on Friends with Friends. Thank you for having me. What an absolute joy. And what are you up to, uh, please, over the next weeks and months? Uh, for the rest of the year, I'm kind of just doing warm-ups for filming a special. And so 
Uh, I'm gigging around the place in London and also uh, hopefully out of London. So keep an eye on my social media and I'm going to buy my website domain name back from my friend Tim Bat so I can make a website. Did he buy it for He bought it. And we were talking in a pub and I said I didn't own it and he went on his phone and bought it. Kind of of as a dick move but also actually as ultimately a really nice move to save it for me. So So what, that? RoseMatafeo.com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be set up by then. We'll be set up. (laughs) Depending on his demands <laughs> don't, don't go yet don't go yet guys just check her twitter and instagram yeah and i'm on wiki feet so if you want to is that, that so out. you filming what is it <laughs> i'm fascinated by wiki feet oh mate i've got like many ratings on my have feet. you oh and there's someone uploading like day to day like if i if i uploaded a photo of my feet to tomorrow it'd probably be up what uh, what's your what's your sort of average right middling like kind of okay um four out of five stars probably. okay from like decent. 12 ratings yeah that is decent. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Do you check it a lot? Or? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> do, you, do you post pictures of your feet to I see a, how quickly they get onto yeah, it? Yeah, I had a joke. I had a joke in a show where I was planting good photos of my feet. Great. So, yeah, I had a lot of posed photos, like amongst grapes and stuff. Yeah. Oh, nice. Arty feet photos. <laughs> Arty feet shots. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast, Rose Fair. Thanks for having me. What an absolute joy. Bye now. See you next week. Thank you. Bye. See ya. <laughs> See you next week indeed, is what I said. But due to uh, almost implausible coincidence, both me and Pete are moving house next week. So we're going to have a week off. Sad, I know. Um, So please do not desert us. We shall be back the following week. Uh, But yes, a little week off, after which we should both hopefully be refreshed and in new abodes. Bye. I'm tired. Greatpigowl.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big-